show. Today with me, we have Joshua Albo. He's an e-commerce business uh, mentor. He owns a social media marketing agency, and he also owns a Diplab LLC company. So, appreciate for joining uh, joining me today, Joshua. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Awesome, awesome, man. I, I see, you know, be safe, man, on the road. That's kind of dangerous, yeah. you know. I got a good driver. <laughs> exactly. All, all comes with a time, so. Listen, can you tell a little bit more, uh, you know, about yourself? Can you tell people what you do more in detail? Yes. So I'm 22. My name's Joshua Albo. I'm from, I live in Gross Point Woods, Michigan, which is like north of Detroit to get a general idea. Um, I was living in Dallas last year. a little bit. A marketing company going on that's been wildly successful. I've enjoyed... I've enjoyed the scale, I guess there is to it, because I, not I have a sales back, like getting whatever you want in life, that's legal, moral, ethical, all that stuff, um, but it came like naturally when I first started that, uh, back in like January 2017, I want to say, uh, with a couple of my buddies, I had, oh my god, so we had, have you seen like Wolf of Wall Street, the like boiler room, stuff? I had, imagine that, in like your living room like we had like 25 people making cold calls to, wow. businesses to pitch on like social media in like the room my house it was it was fun but it was more like playing business than actual business and then i scaled um i broke up with a couple of people that were there when we initially started just because i didn't see oh, i don't realize i was covering the camera um i didn't think they were ethical enough to be where i wanted us to go and i thought their focus was in the wrong spot but that's doing well still. I've worked with 45 or 50 different business owners. I don't really have a niche for that, but the focus, I'm moving. So from there, uh, for the past year or so, I'm moving, instead of doing like done for you services, where I go and like manage their Facebook or manage their I'm moving into just the consulting side. Um, I found it enjoyable. Like, um, aside from jumping, but they feel stuck if they just want to get to that next level. Getting me up in the morning to work with them because I can like literally change their lives from a dollar side, and then I incorporate a lot of like personal. As a hobby, there's a product called Plasid, which is like, are you familiar with like vinyl wraps? Mm, yeah. Like matte cars. So it's that, it's like in context, it's that, but it's spray on. So you can, it lasts three to five years. You can peel it off and all that stuff. But if a vinyl wrap costs like three to five grand, I can give a car for like less than a thousand. Wow. Less than like, it's like, a, it's like a quarter of the price for, it's like a quarter of the price for everything. Um, and margins are good because the product itself isn't expensive it's more like the skill set um and that's been that was like my first started off as a hobby it literally started off as i didn't want to have to get like a job job like i was everybody was 17 18 working at like restaurants or their parents company when i went to high school and it scaled from there too like i just didn't want to have to work for somebody else and then the things i learned from that scaled to like where i'm at now wow that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great story, man. Appreciate for sharing that with us. You know, 
can you can you tell you know a, a long story short how it all started for you? You know when when what's the beginning for yeah. John? Um, so I went I went to private school my whole life, but we were never like rich. Like we weren't wealthy. Um, I don't really think like my parents do. I think like I love my parents to death. I'm grateful for everything I have, of course, but we don't necessarily think the same. Um, but all my my best friends growing up were like the richest kids in the school. The horses, the Maseratis, the cars, like the Ferraris, the like everything. If you can think of it, like the jet, like everything. So I saw that growing up, but I didn't see that at home. So I was always hanging out with my friends, and I was like, well, if they if their parents attained it, like what did their parents do? So I started studying studying success, success these clues, like successful habits and stuff. So they were all business owners. Their, their parents were all business owners. So I was like, okay, well. If their parents are business owners, then they have money. There's a high correlation between the two, and, I, and from there it just compounded. And I like the control aspect of it. And like, as I'm sure you know, as you like become more and more successful, you learn new things every day. And then when you start putting the different things together, they like compound. So it, it, it gets like it's beautiful and it's like crazy, but it's like a good crazy. Yeah. That's where it started. Just like seeing it and then being like, well, how, how if it's attainable? They're no different than me. They're just the humans. What do I have to do to get it? And here we are. And I'm still yeah. learning. I still know. I still know I need to learn a lot, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Listen, can you talk about the importance of investing in yourself? You know, because I see, you know, on social channels, you know, every time I see, you know, you post a picture of a book or of a new book or something, you know, yeah. I see you do that lot yourself. Can you tell people how important it is to do that? Okay. So my my perspective on this is like. I'm gonna, I'm presuming I'm gonna be around for the next 80 to 100 years, right? I'm 22, let's say I lived anywhere from 80 to 100. If I'm gonna be around for that long, the more investment, whether it's a capital investment or something that like, obviously we both know the best investment you can make is in yourself. So books, I love books, I spend a bunch of money on books. I spend a lot of money on like ads right now because I'm growing like, from a personal branding side. Uh, it has been helping with the consulting and it drives short-term revenue too but just from a, like a branding side, it's been helpful because I'm playing I'm playing for the, the long-term game. Uh, Jeff Bezos talks a lot about like it's an 80-year game. So the more I can learn now, and the more it compounds over time. If I only, let's say I'm born, I know one thing or I know nothing, but I learn how to read. So then I have a reading skill. If I can put a reading skill with a sales skill, now I can combine the two. Now I put a sales skill with a marketing skill. Like as the, all the different things add up, over time yeah. for the next 80 years, the sooner I can put like compounding interest. If you put the money away now, 80 years from now, it's going to balloon and balloon and balloon. Same thing with knowledge, like identical to knowledge. If I learn it now, the paper book for a specific example, if I buy a $5 book, but that book makes me a dollar a year for the rest of my life, that book's worth $80 plus, let alone if I get a 10% return on the money I make on the book. Like it's all, it all adds up in the long term. Yeah. But I love it. Like, that's that's a, that's a great perspective. I I, I like that. Thanks. Thank you. Listen, uh, you you know you spoke about money. You know, money topic is 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 a big thing. You know, for people. Uh, you know, most of the people don't want to talk about it that much. Can you talk about this? You know, yourself. How important is money for you? I mean, there's a saying: money's not everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. Yeah. Like, um, as I've progressed and learned and matured let's say i've realized money is such a byproduct it's not even funny and like when you can when you consciously put two and two together everybody says like everybody says in theory money is a byproduct but they don't explain 
like what that means. If you feel, let's from a social media marketing example, if I can go to a business owner, every business owner needs more business, right? If I can go in there and say, I'll do your work, I'll market for you for free and every business, I, everybody I bring in, you give me X portion of your sales because otherwise you weren't, they have opportunity costs. You got to learn how to negotiate and all this stuff, but they have opportunity costs of not getting that business. If they're, if they have enough margin, they can pay you a portion because you're bringing them that business for free. So that's providing value, the value that you're providing when they get their money, then they can pay you. It's a mm -hmm. byproduct of the value you're providing. So the more valuable, when we go back to the reading and the, the watching the documentaries and going to seminars and all that stuff, the more I can read and the more I can like add that up. So I get the compounding interest on the knowledge side. And then I also get, um, like, because I'm learning all these new things, I become more valuable to the marketplace. So I can go to these business owners and I can charge up front too. Like that's just part of the negotiation, let's say. Mm -hmm. But if I can give value to whether it's a business owner or a customer that wants, like look at any business, the more valuable they are to the end consumer, the more money they make. Like it, it's everything's so simple. Yeah. But, yeah, like it takes a second to like actually think about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, as Joshua said, it's it's very simple. You know, once you start doing the investments in yourself, that's where it all starts. Then you then you starting to understand, man. It's like everything is simple. You know, at the same time, it's hard because you have to push through sometimes. You know, some difficult situations and stuff. But at the end, it's all it's all basic math. It's all you know, very simple. So, can you talk about who's your biggest inspiration and influence in life? My parents, definitely, mom, a combination of the two. So my parents separated in like 2008. But mm -hmm. like, if, uh, if you look at like how people learn when they're growing up from like zero to eight, like they, one of the ways that they, they learn is modeling. So when I, when my mom moved to Girls Point when I was in like eighth grade, I've always had like the work ethic and the, the analytics side. I love my analytical side. Like I overthink like first, second, third consequences on everything. And it might be for my benefit, it might be for my deficit, but I love, like thinking just about things because I enjoy it. I get that from my dad and then I get like my, my mom's positive energy, my mom's compassionate, uh, compassionateness and my mom's like, like giving energy from her. So that between the two, like my best things like inspirations would be mm -hmm. them. Um, but then my favorite, let's say like mogul out right now, is Patrick Bet David. He's the goat. I, I like his I feel like he's the most like I like Gary V. Gary V's got a lot of good content, but uh maybe the context or something like he's Gary V sharp and he I think he's self aware so sometimes people don't pick up on that. Um and Grant Cardone's like sharp. Uh but I think he, he like he might tweak some things to the extreme that some people might not understand. But I feel like Patrick Bet David's the most like anybody can relate to type thing as long as they're not like a victim of their circumstances yeah, yeah. that's awesome he's my fave though it's cool man i, I know i, I didn't know. get to meet him when i was i was living in texas also. sorry what i didn't get to meet i was living in texas and he his uh insurance agency is down there i didn't get to meet him this summer but eventually wow awesome awesome man listen you spoke you spoke about you know the biggest influence in your life was your parents and you feel like you got like some of the gifts that they give, gave it to you, you know, like being positive and being driven, you know, and having all these gifts, you know, but for most of the people, those good habits are not there, you know, so how people, would you give an advice for people how to build a good habit? It's going to sound like we're going to go back to simple. 
it's gonna sound overly simple, but I look at everything as binary. Like you either want something or you don't. Like it's like Tony Robbins talks about like standards. Yeah. You either want it or you don't. If you if you want it bad enough, you're gonna take the specific actions that are simple, not necessarily easy to do, but simple. Um, they're simple to do. So all you have to do is like execute on them. A lot of people, everybody, like the amount of people that have brought me business ideas on Instagram, DM me, say, hey, I want to start this. What do I do? And I've given them a complete strategy, but they didn't want to think like one, they didn't want to think about what work they had to actually do. Like, because it's pretty like, you know, if you wanted to start any business, all you have to do is think of how to drive revenue for it. If it's driving sales, then you're good. And then you learn along the way as you go. Like, I feel like with, with how easy like venture capital and money is to get out and stuff right now, like everybody wants that upfront like funding so they don't have to do the actual work and the actual sales and all that stuff versus just like going out and selling, learning along the way. You're going to get way more benefit out of the short term, but everybody's, it's an immediate gratification society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's all binary choices. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. Listen, can you talk about, you know, that, that 2018 is, is, you know, it's December, it's going to the end of the year, you know, that the 2019 is coming up, it's going to get, it's going to be even better. So can you talk, back, going back to like a couple of years back or, you know, maybe even uh, further than that, you know, the worst and the best uh, purchases that you made in those years? Though past four years, the worst purchase I ever made was college. But like my perspective on everything, even even the bad purchases, it's either getting me like, uh, have you read uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Yeah. You know, he talk, so him and Bob Proctor talk about like, if, if something doesn't go as planned, it means that there's a flaw in your plan. So mm. when I look at college, let's say I invested thousands and tens of thousands of dollars into that. If I wouldn't have gone, I wouldn't know what I know of that I don't need it now. Like if I if I hadn't gone, I might not have the drive that I have right now. So even though I'm upset that I spent tens of thousands of dollars on something that I think is worthless because I can get a job, like if you can sell, you can walk into any business and if you can bring them more business, they'll hire you on the spot. Like you don't need to do it. Like yeah. these red general rules of like getting a job and stuff aren't real. If you can sell, if you can push, if you can get what you want, if you can give them what they want more so. Um, but from a dollar side, I'm upset that I spent money there. But I've talked to a couple people that I look up to and they were like, but yeah, if you didn't spend that money, what if you didn't have your drive? Like you, you learned that mm. you don't need it or that people don't need it. And now you, I can share that with other people. So it's okay. And best purchases I've probably made are not purchases, but like investments, I guess. Spending money on like marketing ads, like, like dollar ads, like Facebook and Instagram ads, and also like wages. So like paying people as employees to do stuff. The... I swear to God, employees are the eighth wonder of the world. Like when you can put money into, when you can, you're basically buying time. It's, it's a next level. It's like, I can't put into words how powerful it is. Mm. And it, it takes a second to do, cause you gotta like, like finding good employees. And like, I, I had employees last year that I knew could sell, but I didn't, I know that they weren't now that they weren't as ethical, ethical as I would want them to be. And it was mm. a learning experience. But like, if I, know that 
let's say a deal is going to make me a thousand dollars, but I can pay an employee to get that deal for 200. I just made 800 with no thinking. So I didn't use any of my brain power, no time, like the leverage on employees and are huge. And then for, for ads, um, I think in 2016 ads, I realized ads are the most underrated thing for small businesses because they're so lean and they don't want to spend money. But if you know your business enough and you know your target market enough, if I know that I can spend a $5 ad and I'll make a hundred bucks, I'm putting every penny I have into ads as much as I can because I know my business model is solid. I know that there's a market for it. I know if the right people see it, that they're going to buy it eventually. And then between the ads or just doing something like CRM and like follow up on the back end, eventually they'll buy. It's a money machine. It's insane. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great, great advice. Thanks. Listen, can you talk a, a little bit more about how people can plan their day, you know, because I, I think I think you're planning your day, right? Most of the successful people do, you know, so yes. tell for the people who are beginning the importance of planning your day. So there's a book called Miracle Morning that's made a little bit of impact. I wake up every day at like 3 a.m. I'll do a half hour to an hour of meditation. And then by the time, like let's say half hour meditation, I'll go to the gym, work out for an hour, hour and a half come home shower have a smoothie so i start with like good good food in my body versus like burrito or whatever or something like that's not going to be healthy for me so i got um, energize my body and sometimes i'll take a cold shower too to like shock my nervous system and stuff um but i would say start waking up earlier because if i wake up at let's say i need let's say every human needs six hours of sleep people might want eight people might want ten but let's say we can survive easily on six hours of sleep if I just go, go go back to the math, right? If I wake up at three and I work from three to 10 when the average person gets to work, I just had a full day of work before everybody else even showed up. Then yeah. I still work from 10 to five, let's say. I've had two days of work in the same amount of time. I go to bed at, let's say, eight, eight or nine o'clock and I still get six or seven hours of sleep. So I had two days of twice the productivity of everybody else. The compounding on it, you can't catch up. It's impossible. Yeah. Uh, over time especially like even in the short term but i'd say start waking up earlier working out every day meditating every day and then doing something that you can get like uh have it written down too like plan it the night before same ovens uh, who owns consulting.com talks a lot about planning it the day before every battle is one before third o'clock uh sometimes do so plan the day before like before you go to bed right the schedule for the day um and then some, find a way to like give back to like do something for somebody else just because you'll feel good you'll get the most fulfillment out of it mm. i love that i love that man thanks thanks for saying thanks for sharing that's with us you know you spoke about because i know you're big on, on our social platforms you know can you tell people the ones you know there's going to be two perspectives if the person is not a business owner and the second is is a business owner you know both those people i think should be promoting at the same time but can you just talk about yeah. the importance of promotion and you know why people should do that so the other day everybody everybody needs some type of income unless you're born unless you're in the 0.001 percent 0.001 percent in the world where you don't need to work ever for money you like you need something of an income which means you're either gonna have to have a business or a job when you go to a job interview, where do they look? They look on LinkedIn or they look on some type of, they talk to your previous employers. So your social profiles, you can use as a resume type thing, regardless of if you're a business owner or not. If I go to a, a business and I have 40,000 followers, I have 20 or 10 or whatever, or I have a hundred, or if I have a hundred, if I have a million followers, I can get a job anywhere because they can post on my page and I get free marketing traffic. Like the business owners get that. And if you're the business owner, then you understand that. If you're looking for 
to be employed, the business owner that's going to employ is going to understand it. So no matter what, I literally, I literally just shot a video about this the other day. Like everybody needs that brand because that's that's where credibility comes in now. If you go to a business and say, oh yeah, I got twenty thousand followers on Instagram, some like it. Unless the engage, like unless nobody's looking at your stuff and you can clearly tell that the engagement's like BS, it, it's valuable. Like it shows that you have credibility. You, there's a reason that those people are following you. There's a reason that people are watching your stories or the reach is so high. Mm. You're engaging really well. So I would say everybody needs to self-promote. And just, like just for, even for fun, regardless of the business, you just want to meet more people, have more fun. Like life's supposed to be exciting. So yeah. People you know. Yeah. More exciting with you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, what are your thoughts on promotion? As Gary Vee, you probably heard this quote that he said, you know, that the TV became a radio and all the social platforms became a new TV. Yeah. You know, so, you know, how much, how much time and money people should spend on, on this new TV, you know, where the attention goes now on, on the internet? So, um, I'm long, like, I think Facebook's going to be very successful because of how much people are putting into how much dollars people are putting into Facebook ads uh, between Shopify dropshipping stores or just personal like branding or whatever, like a lot of money is going into it. So from a dollar standpoint, I think Facebook's going to be successful. I would limit the amount of time you're checking social media because there's a lot of like there's Facebook depression and there's a lot of like medical things that go on the back end with that. Um, but like my, I spend a lot of time on YouTube because I'm constantly trying to learn new things. So if it's, if it's for education, I'm all for it. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily like, if you look at the, the chemicals that are released in your brain, like uh, dopamine versus serotonin, um, like real happiness versus like a boost of quick happiness because you swipe and you get a reward, and you swipe and you get a reward. Um, like just, I would recommend people at least be careful. I think there should be, I'm, I'm more conservative, so I don't like limiting things, but if tobacco is addicting, you have to be a certain age and alcohol is like addictive and gambling is addictive, like the same thing's going on here. So I think there needs to be some type of, whether it's self-regulation, which most people won't do anyway, but something to make sure that like these people five, 10 years from now aren't all like the suicide rates don't go up like a thousand percent because people aren't actually happy. They're just going to social media for happiness. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. That's the, that's the perspective guys. At the same time, you have to be, you know, promoting, but you just have to be yeah. like, what, how, how much you're spending time on what, like, you know, if you, if you promote yeah. yourself, you know, in the right way of getting your feedback, you know, that the business is growing, you're attracting more revenue, you know, that's, that's awesome. But if you did, they're just, you know, scrolling and counting the likes. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of, if, it if it pays me, I'll do it. Like I'll check my DMs if people are like for clients for both the businesses and I'll spend money on there, but I don't check, like, I don't watch stories and stuff. This is not profitable. It's a exactly. like, time somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. So talking, you know, again, appreciate for your time. You know, I know how valuable your time is, man. So thanks, thanks for all the knowledge that you, you know, you dropped to the people. Thanks for all the lessons. And I, I think people that are watching now really enjoyed it. So please press like and share the video. Drop a comment for Joshua, and I think he's going to be available you know, to answer any question that you guys uh, want to know about marketing or about social media. Where's this going to be at? It's going to be on YouTube, uh, Instagram, okay. Twitter, Snapchat. So, you know, uh, Joshua is going to leave all the links uh, to his websites, you know, and social platforms so we can go and check him out. And uh, how, how people can find you on, on the social platforms? Instagram and Facebook at the Josh Elbow, A-L-B-O. Um, YouTube, Josh Elbow, 
I should be simple. And then if they want to email me, if they want to reach out directly, email me at summit, S-M-E, at gmail.com. I'm pretty, like, I'm too easy to get access to, but I like to, like, help whenever I can. So I make it simple. So here you go, guys. You heard the man. So, again, Joshua, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. It, it, was, it was great meeting you, man. So enjoy, enjoy the rest of the year. In the in the California, I hope the weather is going to be great for you, and and you will have more time to enjoy that. Finally, Tony. Yeah, it was great meeting you. Thanks, thanks for everything. Appreciate it. It was well better. Thanks, man. Take care.